I, I feel uh, what we're being asked to do uh, as humanity is unify ourselves rather than separate ourselves. And in, in, in maybe they, that's what they're waiting for us to do. So one of the beautiful things about CE5 is that's one of the real, I guess, premises or protocols is really coming into heart center and um, focus into that group coherence and group resonance. So we, not only as individuals, but as our group, we're that microcosm of society that's offering ourselves that space of resonance or vibration that I hope to one day as humanity really come open to. CE5, or Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, is shorthand for the act of humans initiating contact with ETs through some simple protocols that anyone with an open mind and pure intent can do. The CE5 initiative is a revolutionary global movement that is growing every day. This show is your personal invitation to join this movement and discover contact for yourself. Those who engage in CE5 are cutting-edge ambassadors, ambassadors to other worlds, ambassadors of a new earth, ambassadors of hope. My name is Andre Cardoso, and this program shares the personal stories of CE5 ambassadors from around the world. In this episode, we'll hear from Corrine Cornish. Corrine is a CE5 ambassador who lives in Alberta, Canada. She's been involved in the CE5 initiative in different groups and even traveled all the way to New Zealand for a CE5 expedition. And that's where I met her. In the interview... Corrine goes in-depth on why a mindset of unity and heart-centered oneness are crucial for understanding CE5 on a fundamental level. Since CE5 has a deep meditative and spiritual component to it, I started the interview by asking Corrine about her spiritual background and how that evolved to the point of her discovering the possibility of CE5. Yeah, that is, uh, it's sort of taken a few turns, uh, really, really starting from when I was a child and sort of waking up to uh, my own realization at a very young age that um, I, I came into an understanding that, um, that there was this belief that power was outside of people and not within people. And that was really formatted around, uh, at the time, church for me and religion for me. So um, it was really in my early, in really in my early teens that I started to question that. And uh, in my little bit later teen, teens, I actually became an atheist because I just thought every, that it, the fact that people were putting their own personal belief and empowerment outside of themselves, I couldn't find a way I couldn't find a path, so I decided that I, and because I couldn't ground in anything tangible that felt right for me, my early years was atheism, and then from there, I really started to open up into a, a deeper understanding for me that there was a, a larger, let's say, energy 
a larger influence, a larger power that didn't need to be called anything specific, but I just knew that within me, that was within me. So from there, that led me to more, more being attracted to hermetic principles, actually, that uh, one mind, uh, that there, we, there are physical laws in this universe that are tangible and provable and almost like, almost to the point of a science base. So, um, what is below is above, law of correspondence and, uh, law of attraction. So I got into more of that and that sort of became my sense at the time of spirituality. And now really where it's landed is uh, similarly that I feel that we are all connected and that there is a greater energy that weaves through absolutely everything in in not, not only in in our reality earth but we earth is part of part of all of that so it it really is more of i guess my spirituality rests at the moment more of a, a one mind one heart and as humans as me being in human form now that's my journey is to return back to that within myself and how does that apply to CE5 or uh, human-initiated contact with, with extraterrestrials? Where's the, where's the overlap with, with that? Yeah, for sure. So for me, the overlap is that humanity, myself included, humanity exists within a certain consciousness. And I see that consciousness being um, playing the game of duality, playing the game of separation with self and connect connectivity and to answer your question how does that overlay human initiated contact the way i feel and i see higher level beings they're not so much so living in that space of perceived or believed separation within themselves so in order to then initiate contact it's I'm asking myself to step into and be committed to that unification, not only within myself, but that resonance then that connects to a higher level being sense of connectivity, unity, oneness, one mind, one heart. So um, it really beautifully actually really comes together in, in, a, in I, I feel uh, what we're being asked to do uh, as humanity is unify ourselves rather than separate ourselves and in in and maybe they that's what they're waiting for us to do mm-hmm. so the the one of the beautiful things about C5 is that's one of the real i guess premises or protocols in in human initiated contact is really coming into heart center and um, focus into that group coherence and group resonance. So we, not only as individuals, but as groups, recreate that as uh, a, 
a, a, a group, a singularity, and a little bit like uh, I guess what I how, I how I would see it is as the, our group, we're that microcosm of society that's offering ourselves that space of resonance or vibration that I hope to one day as humanity really come open to that's already within us. So I I hope I've answered your question there. Oh, that's a beautiful description. Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So how did you first come upon the idea of, of humans making contact um, out of, you know, out of their own will, um, and 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 uh, how did you stumble upon the the CE five initiative? How did it enter your life? Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> in fact, I looked up online uh, on the CSETI site, and there's a map, and I looked up uh, my region and people who lived closest to me in my neighborhood, and I connected in with a person who in fact runs the CE5 group in my city and she happens to live three blocks from me and and that really is history and which is one of the reasons I'm actually here in New Zealand with you on this adventure because she offered me that connection so and subsequently then I had have gotten involved in my own city in Calgary's C5 group and we go out every we've decided our timing is every new moon and that's I have been involved with that ever since great and what what kinds of experiences are are common and what what yeah what 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 do you look for in terms of, of contact how does that manifest Sure, yeah. And so it, it's been an interesting process. We have quite um, a, a, a younger group in terms of not age, just experience. And so uh, what, as, as sort of I've evolved in my own experience in C5, initially when we went out, we were very sky-focused. And, um, and we would typically see... Um, lights crossing the sky and then the lights would would enlarge and we call those flash bulbs and uh, we would see erratic movements in these lights and knowingly we would understand how to differentiate between what a satellite is and maybe what we would call alleged satellite and or an alleged craft and so those were most of the experiences that we had had at the beginning yeah, and then um, what what we really came to understand, I I came to understand within our group is that the more that we came together and and worked with coherence and resonance within our group, the the more that it actually affected what we were attracting. So we worked hard. Um, well, we worked more closely on on getting to know each other and more on meditation, more on heart opening, because we began to understand that that was the energy that we wanted to connect with. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And kind of more in general, what's um, from, from your whole experience in, in doing CE5, what's, what's something that you've learned from, from the ETs or mm. what's something that you've learned in this process? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, 
Something that I've learned is that there is that there's much more going on than we know. They they I feel they are here already. They are whether they are on the ground or they're interdimensional, they are here. And that that just that offers me my own ability to stretch my concept of what's true and what's real. That's one thing. And I feel that they are extremely receptive. Uh, they, through, through the interactions, even specifically that I've had in New Zealand here, there is the ability for communication and receiving that confirmation and affirmation that we have a connection when willing and open we have that connection with them and it's only through our own i feel maybe myopic point of view existing in this reality that we have tuned ourselves out or turned ourselves off from that potential and possibility for communication. Mm -hmm. So the reason, one of the reasons as well, I'm involved in CE5 is to tune in to that communication, is to turn on my own inner intuition and, and sensitivities to the possibility of communication, which I, that to me is so exciting, just on a personal level. And then when I, we come together as a group and offer that uh, collectively, it's so exciting. I'm getting tingling even now thinking about it because getting together in a C5 group and offering that, um, offering everyone's intuition and um, willingness to to connect in that way, it's 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 magical. It's it uh, uh, it's ex extraordinary, extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to con complete that question, it's it's they've offered me. I've offered myself the opportunity to stretch myself beyond who I. I guess who I ever thought I would be or was, but at the same sense, I always knew this was here as well for that possibility to be reached. Wonderful. And, and what advice would you give to someone who's completely new to the idea or uh, who's interested in, in experimenting and, and trying and going out and, and making contact themselves? What, what would, how would you, how would they go about doing that? What would you, what would be just a, a key piece of advice that you would give them? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to sort of potentially say that anyone who's listening to this already has a curiosity. So really believe in your curiosity. Believe that what you're wondering about is there and... To follow your your own truth, follow your own intuition, and follow your own heart in knowing that you have that ability to 
communicate in a way or feel in a way that may not ever have been taught to you or suggested to you by family or friends or media or society and that what you believe is a possibility and what you believe could and can be real, really, really embrace that because that's, that's really how and why I'm where I am now is because I followed that intuition within me. And so definitely if you're even considering this possibility, if you have that, if you have the availability to join a group, absolutely do it. It's really, to me, one of the most exciting adventures that I definitely am on. That's so wonderful. Thank you so much, Karine. That <laughs> yeah, was really just, just great um, insight and, and input. Great. And, My and pleasure. your story is, is just fascinating. My yeah. pleasure. It's, it's a pleasure speaking about this, and I only hope to inspire others to pursue uh, the, the, the expansion of consciousness is really, I feel, what we're about. And so to do that internally, when we expand our own consciousness, that just expands out not only into our own, into our own global consciousness is what we're working really diligently on and coming back into a space of unity. That's what CE5 offers, without a doubt. Thank you for listening to Corrine's story. I think she had some really important insights into the deep grounding of the mindset of the CE5 movement, that we must join together in unity as one people inhabiting one universe. I hope that this show will encourage you to go out and try initiating a CE5 yourself. To help get you started, you'll find a free guide to the basics of CE5 at ce5podcast.com. You can also contact me at that page for any questions, comments you may have, or to share your own story on a future episode. Now, for a ton of resources and the most definitive information out there on the subject of CE5, disclosure, and all other info underlying the basis for the stories on this show, go to SeriousDisclosure.com. That's S-I-R-I-U-S Disclosure.com. I'm really excited to share that there's also a groundbreaking documentary on the subject currently being produced by that same team with a release date for fall 2019 or spring if you're south of the equator. To learn more and to help be a part of supporting the crowdfunding of that film, please visit ce5film.com. This show is a real passion project for me, and it's independently run and produced without any paid advertising. If you're thankful that this program exists and would like to support us, please leave a review on your podcast player or go to ce5podcast.com. I'm Andre Cardoso. Thank you for listening to Ambassadors of Hope. Peace and love.